Hey, this is Ryan with the Daily Sales Dish Podcast. I'm here with my co-host, Sam. Sam, can you say hello to everybody? Hey, everybody. How's it going today, everyone? So let's get it popping today. Um, Sam, we want to talk about why reps fear picking up the telephone. Okay. I'm going to let you take it away. (laughs) Are we talking about junior reps or seniors? Great question. So let's talk about SDRs that are just starting out and even SDRs that are have some experience. Why do they fear picking up the phone? Okay. There's a lot of perspectives when it comes down to why do people get afraid to get on the phone, pitch other people. See, sometimes it is it has got like how to explain that one is the fear of the response of others it's the fear of not achieving the target it's the fear of um, stumbling when it comes down to the script it it comes down to the point of different aspects but the fear is one at the end of the day it's it's nothing but fear whether they are afraid of the prospect that they are talking to or they are afraid of their management or they are afraid of um, their colleague next to them making fun of them see th- there's a lot of conditions why do reps in general get afraid now let's go ahead and discuss the first one or the most important one which is the management now management are always being pushy sometimes not always or sometimes well sometimes <laughs> <laughs> well sometimes the management like they love to follow the the hard way not the easy way why? Because sales, like with the man, with the upper management, they love to focus on targets. But with the SDR, he is stuck, stuck in the middle, between who? Between the management and the prospects. So, because of the pressure of work, he might panic, or she might panic. This is why most of the people who do sales are men, not women, by the way. Like people who are pretty much tough, like like they feel that they can do it is men not women women are not that much into sales this is why you can find most of the women are into customer service like more inbound than outbound i wouldn't say all the women though i worked with a really fantastic um sdr named sarah drake and she was just driven she wasn't afraid to pick up the telephone even in situations where it might have been a little bit awkward she just really thrived under pressure True, like some women can do it, as a matter of fact, and they can do it like pretty much more than men. Because psychologically, if we'll go ahead and and discuss this one, like women are not afraid, by the way. Like don't, they don't get scared because, or out of the conversation. They love to speak too much. So they're using their talents in such a job. This is why, this is what I always say. Like if you'll go ahead and pitch the guy, get a woman. If you'll go ahead and pitch a woman, get a guy because it's positive negative negative positive positive attracts positive you know what I mean so from my personal experience when I call and I hear a woman on the phone I'm like oh shit she's gonna be really blunt like she's just gonna tell me how it is 
And I'm going to have to really break down why it's valuable to have this conversation with me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, some some woman. Do you remember last time when we were discussing that with Brian? Like we did not continue that one. Women are, women are savers. They are not spenders. Like yeah. most of the women, yeah. they love to save. The but majority, not, yeah, not all, but the majority. Yeah. True. Like this is why, like if you want to get um, someone on the phone and they will not be afraid. You, you have the first thing that people or like trainers should train them on how to gain self-confidence. See, this is the first thing because the main reason you are afraid is because you, you are not confident enough that you can go ahead and do it. So what happens as, as a sequence, if you don't have or if you lack self-confidence, you will start to stumble. Then this is this is where the struggle comes from oh i feel like i cannot do it oh like this is not for me um i'm not seeing myself doing that job a lot of negatives will like will, will come to their brains the next step is they're afraid or they get afraid when the prospect or it's not the prospect is when they are expecting that the prospect will go with the flow because they are, they got used in a training um, to follow the script. Script has got rebuttals and objections, so they'll go ahead. They go ahead and study that that script. Sometimes the questions are out of the script, so they're not ready for that one. So what? Yeah, happened? I can I can tell you firsthand. I've had that experience. Uh, first inside sales job, you know, they had the script, and we started making calls, and I realized a lot of the things that are in the script aren't actually happening in the phone call. True. I mean, like, it's not always because, like, sometimes the script is made or is created just to balance the situation, not to cover the whole situation 100%, because sometimes you have to go off the script. I mean, if you can, if you're if you're good at the, like, the skill of closing, you will be able to, to overcome that one. But, it, it, like, at the beginning, it's not everyone. The first thing that I would love to discuss is the junior level, the entry level. They do not get trained on um, the soft skills. They just get trained on how to sell, what to sell, what is the service of the product. Then they get um, used to the script, then role play, then boom on the phone. The first thing that, that management should consider in training is soft skills when it comes down to the soft skills you have to train people how to gain self-confident because like i always say that it's not what you say it's how you say it if you sound hesitant on the phone you will not be able to deliver the message if you sound the hesitant, tonality the tonality true once the once a prospect feels that you're hesitant or feels that um you don't know exactly or you, not you don't know you're not sure about what you are saying at that time this is when the prospect start to attack i was like it's like a war as a matter of fact between the prospect and the sdr so what happens the more the prospect is pounding the sdr hard the more the sdr is losing focus so when they're when they start to lose focus what happens they start to struggle at that time this is when this is where the call ends now this is when the prospects like either like call me again later on or um, like I'm not interested. Why? Because of lack of confidence, 
how you sound on the phone um like do you get a full hand on the product or service or not like did you cover the whole process or not those factors they um they hurt the sdrs so the first step is how to get the sdrs to gain self-confidence now pretty much like when i go ahead and train people when it comes down to sales like this is the first session i go to or i go through i'm sorry what do i go through is i go through the soft skill session what does the, that session include it includes how to be self-confident it includes to be how to be open to knowledge how to be open for discussion how to ask positive questions how to ask probing questions now that's the first thing once i made sure that everyone is is good to go afterwards i proceed with a service or a product training i cannot proceed with a product or a service training unless that i'm sure that those reps are self confident that they will go ahead and do it because the training is something on the phone is completely a different thing like theoretically is different than practically like through the theory you can hear you can read you can do this you can do that but the question is did you experience it or not this is one of the things that i do as well with my reps which is what two days before they get on the phone like i stay pitching them on the phone i pitch them on the phone two days prior to them starting work why why do i why do i do that because i have to make sure that they are confident with what they're doing so when they get on the phone they're completely 100% relaxed sometimes i go hard on them on the phone like i pound them hard why should i do that because they have to make sure that they are not expecting one of the problems of the sdrs that they face is that at the beginning of the job they expect that the prospect will be easy that the prospect will go with the flow that the prospect will be yes okay i was waiting for you where have you been it had been a long time i needed your service or i needed your product no it doesn't go like that every prospect will get on the phone will have will have objections every prospect will get on the phone will have um like the resistance this is this is why if you remember once i told you do not resist go with the flow like okay if the prospect resisted don't resist back go with the flow understand where the resistance is coming from understand where is the objection coming from understand what that prospect is thinking about you have to fully understand that this is a conversation it's nothing but a dialogue so it's a question Damn, i just want to jump back real quickly mm-hmm. you talked about junior reps are SDRs that are new to the game kind of struggling with that self-confidence. True. What kind of things would you do as someone who is training new reps to ensure that they're, you know, prepared and relatively confident going into making calls? The first step on the training of self-confident or self-confidence is how to make sure that this SDR is focusing. Now you have to train them to focus. Now I do it with a game. Like I somehow I do it with a game with with anyone I I train. It's a simple game, psychological game because once you start focusing about something, your mind completely your mind is completely absorbed with that idea. 
what is that game? I ask them a question and I keep repeating the question and the answer is always the same. So what is what is the question? The question is, what is the color of the egg? Now the answer is white. So I keep repeating the same question, like you can go ahead and do it with one of your friends or one of your colleagues, it will work. As a matter of fact, same copy paste of what I'm telling you. If you keep repeating, what is the color of the egg? What is the color of the egg? And the answer is always white, white. So your mind is fully consumed by color white. Out of nowhere, you ask a complete different question, which is what does the cow drink? Now the mind automatically will relate the color white to the liquid, which will come out at the end of the day of what? Milk. Do you get the point? It's like psychological. Absolutely. So if if they have discovered that, oh God, like now he got me. Oh, cow doesn't drink milk, cow drinks water. Now this is when, when they start to wake up. Now just the so first- So you can only train them so much on those soft skills like some of it has to be learned on the phone though right true yeah well this is the experience now this is the theoretical part when it comes down to experience why do we have why do we have to go through the theoretical part then afterwards the experience or the practical part because during the practical part your mind automatically will recall what used to happen during the theoretical part so automatically what will happen the mind will respond to the process just like that you don't have to think you don't have to take time oh like what am i supposed to do right now like sometimes people struggle on the phone this is one of this is one of the things as well is that they struggle on the phone because they think they start thinking on the phone no i don't want you to think on the phone i want you to be like keep your brain and your your tongue on the same speed like i don't want you to think too much i don't want you to talk too much i want you to balance all senses that you have once you ba- once all senses are balanced, this is when you start controlling the call, as a matter of fact. Now you know what, what you are saying. Now you know how you are saying it. Now you know when you are saying it. Combining those three points together, this is when you start controlling. Because if you did not control how, what, when, and why, at that time, the prospect will be like, will be suspicious about what is going on. He will not be feeling okay. So Sam, what are your feelings about like providing new SDRs or new sales reps with like a script to use as a reference, not solely relying on that to do your pitch and intro and all that, but how do you feel about scripts? See, me as in person, me, like when I started doing it like 25 years ago, the only complaint of of, of my managers, it was, Sam, please use the script, for God's sake. Use the script, stick to the script. I never follow the script. For me, that this is when it comes down to me. Because like, do you remember once, like I told you, everyone is gifted. Once you know your gift, you will understand completely how you can do things. This is me, yeah. this is me. But the question is, is everybody else like me? Well, the answer is no. I do agree with providing people or the SDRs with a script. To memorize somehow but before but aside from memorizing i need them to understand it because once you understood the script once you understood the product once you understood the service at that time you can discuss it now you're flowing with it 
you don't have to read it line by line you don't have to sound robotic you don't have to hesitate no you're just right now you are having a normal conversation so this is why i ask about scripts when i was at directive something we really struggled with especially in the beginning when i was there was creating repeatable success and when i say repeatable success i mean say i'm promoted to an ae position mm-hmm. and the person that replaces me as an sdr um if there's not a repeatable format that they can use like a script mm-hmm. then they're starting over from scratch and they have to relearn or they have to learn how to do everything the same way i had to learn and you can't replicate the success you were having so that's why it was important to have all the reps on the same page at least for the calls we made utilizing connect and sell to ensure that we were either doing it right or we were doing it wrong and then being able to make adjustments versus everybody doing their own thing okay my intake about this point is okay let's say right now that there's an sdr who has got the script and they have to follow the script okay fine i got no problem with that but at a certain point now their script will not be a script because that will be the normal conversation for the sdr because at that time he memorized it he knows it by heart yeah so, that's that's the game changer is memorizing it versus just relying on it and reading right off of it absolutely. when you memorize it, it sounds way more natural because you, the more you repeat the more you get to it the more you get to know it the more you absorb it the more it's like it 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 became a part of you like that's the norm like you're waking up saying it you go like when you are having lunch you're saying it when you're having dinner you're saying it so it became the habit because as a matter of fact like humans are they go by habit like if you're repeating you something <laughs> well absolutely yes well as a matter of fact like if you if you look at it sales people like who really spent long like long like long times in sales like sales like it turns out to be part of them i mean like someone like me when i when i'm talking to to my family is the same i'm talking to my colleagues like same same as i'm talking to like my woman is the same time like the same thing that i talk to someone in the street like i stay pitching everyone <laughs> as a matter of fact like i walk the street pitching people like you go to the store i pitch the guy i go to work i pitch the guy I go to home, I pitch my family. So you have like pitching became to be like for us it's an addiction. Like you cannot get rid of it. When it really boils down to things like you have to sell yourself. Like whether it be in an interview or you're looking for a promotion, you have to be able to sell your skills. Surely. This is true. Because if you did not at that time you gain nothing. Like The first thing I always say if if you have got the skill and the will and both of them you're mastering them at the time this is when you win because if you like whatever interview you'll go to you will pass whatever job opportunity you'll go ahead and hunt it whatever uh meeting you'll go ahead and and achieve with that meeting it depends mainly on mastering your skills whether they are soft skills or knowledge or uh like the job whatever the job it is like it doesn't matter doing sales from marketing from being an engineer from being a doctor no it it like it comes down to the point of mastering your skills once you have got the authority or once you have got the power 
to go ahead and have the capability of you know developing your skills and using your skills correctly this is when you start succeeding so is it does it solely fall on management to you know ensure that their reps are prepared you know going into their first couple of weeks or does a piece of it have to be that the the reps themselves are proactive enough to you know memorize the scripts cuz they may not know how important it is to really know the scripts through like the ins and outs so who who do you think that responsibility falls on well it's a combination between both of them this is what i always do when i hire someone like if i especially in sales what do i do if i felt or if that candidate like sent me the signal that he's not ready to do it i don't respond like i'm not able to communicate with them because they're not able to do it i'm not able to receive that signal that he's telling me or she's telling me here you know what like i'm in front of you right now i'm ready to go ahead and do it if i don't see that sign well this turn off for me when it comes down to that person and this is the difference between a, a, an active person and a proactive person like the proactive person is a person who initiates what, what what is the process but the active person he waits for the order then afterwards they start doing that's the difference and it's a slight difference between active and proactive so the main part or the huge responsibility falls on, falls on the management to discover okay is that candidate suitable for that role or not is that candidate good enough to do sales or not is that candidate uh, good enough to go ahead and do hr or not because me like me being in sales like i mean it's not only in sales like i've been in, in sales in leadership in management in customer care in education um in marketing like for the past 25 years i did a lot of jobs the question is what is the role of the management towards sdrs or towards the employees the management has got i would say like it's 60% 40% 60% for the management 40% over the employees if the management is providing everything 100% so they have done their part now what is left in here the 40% the 40% combined with the 60% that's 100% this is when a business starts to be successful when would we say that this management is successful when that management is people oriented When I say people oriented means what that they do understand and comprehend psychologically how to deal with people aside from being an employee because I deal with my employees based on people management how now let's say example I train someone and during the first week they failed to hit the target do I fire them do i go hard on them do i like yell at them do i scream no i don't do that like it's it's done by coaching like let's go ahead sit down together you got a training what is missing here why you are not able to do it and your colleague next to you is able to do it what do you feel where is the problem what can we do for you to develop you at that time the sdr feels happy by the way oh there's someone at this place cares for me like i want to do it but like i'm not fully handed on how, how can i do it or how i can do it this is when you start building 
someone or this is when you start creating a true um i would say not not only for sdrs not only for a's i would say for for like as an employee in general because if that employee felt that you are caring for them you're providing with every providing them with everything this is when they start caring for the job but some others like there's there's a different strategy from a management to a management there's a management love to like loves to provide everything there's a different management loves to go the hard way there's a type of management where they go by yelling and screaming there's a different management by getting the employees scared hey if you did not do your job you're fired see there are different techniques but which so how te- do you how do you discover what type of management is the right fit for the company's culture it's it it depends mainly on um the mindset of of the job itself like what are the requirements of that job because customer service let's say example in, in the in in call in telesales industry or in call center industries there's a difference between the atmosphere or the environment of the customer service and telesales customer service is a job you like you have to do it while you are quiet relaxed because you don't need noise you have to focus by you you focus on listening to to the client's problem you have to solve the problem so mostly like any sales industry it's always noisy but any customer service industry is always quiet because you need to focus absolutely now stepping back again to the point of the telesales or sales on the phone or the outbound what is the environment of of that job that job need that sdr to be always active need that at the same time need, it needs that sdr to be proactive both of them at the same time to do and to initiate to do and start to do and establish to do and build it's, it's not only one job it's two he's doing two at the same time this is always, always what i say it's two steps with one move so the environment has got its own role what do you need in order for you to have or to have a successful sales environment sales environment when when it is full of positivity when it is energetic when it is like uh, i would say not noisy but i would say hyperactive this is when people get through the motion i think a big portion of that too is communication like it has to come from the top down say the ceo wants it done this way then maybe the director of marketing or the sdr manager is like this is how we're going to implement it and then there has to be buy in from the sdrs see it's not going to happen if they're not believing in what's actually being done they may actually take a more negative approach if they don't agree with what's being done see like i do agree with you it depends mainly on the management but if we will go ahead and look at the type of job itself sales i will not say well for me it's easy for me because like me and a lot of other people like it's easy why why because we have been doing it for for a long time so we got used to it we know the game we just you know what we just played it's plug and play for us but for some other people it is hard so you have to create that environment that gets them to be having fun 
I mean, so another question for you, Sam. Go ahead. How do you create like a collaborative environment amongst the SDRs? Because I know when it really boils down to it, we're, we're all aiming for commission checks and trying to hit bonuses and things like that. So how do you ensure in an environment like that where everybody's competing against each other that they're still working together and trying to help each other grow? This is a very good question, as a matter of fact, and that goes as well with the training. Like once you, because here's here's like the concept that I always follow. Once you start getting people, all of them, to be acting as one team, because you have to be completely 100% careful with the competition, because competition sometimes can cause hate. It can cause jealousy, especially in sales, because you're right. It's com- it's 100% about a paycheck at the end of the week or, or at the end of the month. Some people go ahead and get jealous because, oh, you know what? He achieved the target. I couldn't. He did this. I couldn't. He did that. I couldn't. Oh, you know what? I envy them for what they're doing. But that but, person that achieved the target or exceeded it, they probably made those extra dials. In most scenarios, they probably earned that commission check because they put in the work that everyone else wasn't 